What's up, everybody? I have been enjoying this faith series so much. I'm so thankful for this season of bold faith that we are getting to walk through together as a Fuse family all across the state. When we see the reality that faith is confidence invade our world, every day starts to look different. Each hour is packed full of potential. Every minute, second, and step is taken with a boldness and a swagger that marks us as a people, a family that knows confidently who their dad is and that he's got good things for us to walk in. Hebrews 11, 1 says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and it's assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. Hebrews goes on to list many of the epic heroes that are in the Old Testament that we've been taking a look at over the course of this bold faith journey. We learned about Abraham, Rahab, David, Noah, and Deborah. This week, I want to help us focus on something a little closer to home, and that's you. We all have faith in something. The heroes that we're referring to had faith or confidence in God. Faith in God is confidence in who he is and what he has done. Christian faith is confidence in Christ, who he is and what he's done. I want to talk about what it could look like for us today to live with that same sort of confidence in who God is and have the same level of impact as these great stories did long ago. I want us to get our minds around this idea of trust. Wait, hold on. I thought that this was about faith. Well, it is. You see, faith is a noun. It's something you possess or have. When we take that possession and we act on it, it becomes this little verb called trust. You can trust someone. You can't faith them. You can say you are trusting in Jesus, but to say you're faithing it, it doesn't really make sense. Faith is of the utmost importance, and it's not different from trust. Trust is just faith in action. If you had one million Chick-fil-A points, but you never used them, it wouldn't make any sense. We want to cash in on this massive faith we have and see its benefits in our life. The cool thing about faith is the more we use, the more we get to grow it. Unlike dwindling Chick-fil-A points. Have you ever done a trust fall? I'd love to do a trust fall right now. If only I had a friend. Hmm. Mayor. Hey. Hey, what's up? Would you like to do a trust fall? I would love to do a trust fall. You're somebody that I have a lot of trust and faith in. Uh, There's this convenient little box for me to just step up right here to make this a little bit more dramatic. So here's the deal, guys. Mayor is somebody that I've known for a really long time. We've been really uh, good friends. We've, you know, been through a lot together. And I have all the faith in the world that if I just go backwards on this, she'll catch me, right? Right. So, uh, yeah, I guess I just proved to you that I really trust Mayor. No, right? They don't call it a faith fall. It's a trust fall because if you want to see, if you want to have actual evidence that of this faith that I have towards my friend, I've actually got to close my eyes, cross my arms, and... Let her catch me. Thank you, you, Mayor. See, that is faith in action. See you, Mayor. See ya. We have to take this confidence that we have and do something with it. We don't want to be people who just sit around on this faith we have. No, we want to get in the game and be put into action to see God come through on who he says he is and get to experience great change in our homes, schools, and cities. Let's be followers who are proactive in our lives, not just sitting back and waiting for situations to come where we can make an impact. No, we have the opportunity to bring things to God and play offense when it comes to seeing his kingdom come and his will be done right here as it is in heaven. One of my favorite stories in the Bible 
illustrates this so clearly. And I want for us to read it together now. This story is found in Matthew chapter 14. Jesus had just finished up doing a lot of preaching to a very large crowd and even performing the miracle of feeding the 5,000 with five loaves and two fish right before he addresses here his disciples that were his closest followers. We're going to pick up in verse 22. Immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But the boat by this time was a long way from the land, beaten by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch of the night, which is about 4 a.m. in the morning, he came to them walking on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified. And they said, it's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And Peter answered to him, Lord, if it's you, command me to come on the water to you. And Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came to Jesus. If you've heard this story before, you know that Matthew then goes on and he records that Peter started to sink because he took his eyes off of Jesus and had less faith. But wait a second, before we give Peter a bad rap for sinking a little bit, can we just recognize that, holy wow, he just walked on the water with Jesus. That is completely nuts. Can you believe that in the middle of this massive storm, sat on this rickety boat, Peter says to Jesus, who everyone else thought might be a ghost, if it's you, call me out on that water with you. And not only that, but when the potential ghost replies, come on out, Petey, he just flung his leg over the side of the boat and experienced the impossible. By walking on that water with him, when Peter's foot hits that water, his faith was no longer just this concept inside of him. It had become a reality of trust. He was all of a sudden being sustained in an impossible context because of his faith. And as soon as his faith was lost, he began to sink. Peter's lived his life in a way that if Jesus wasn't who he said he was, Peter would have looked massively stupid. Instead, he got to experience Jesus' presence in a way that was completely unique to everyone else. Because he was willing to put his faith into action and trust that Jesus could keep him afloat in a situation that would have killed anyone else, Peter got to see the miraculous happen. Some of us may have responded to what God has asked you to do, but now that he has you in the place he wants you, it's so important for us all to know that we can shout our ideas out at him and step out into the miraculous life. When I was 19 years old, God spoke to me strongly in a moment that I was supposed to move to England. Not New England like Tom Brady and the Patriots, but like England, England, okay, with the queen and tea and crumpets. They're actually pretty delicious, just in case you're wondering. So what did I do? I responded to the word of the Lord. I packed my bags and then boom, at the age of 20, I was there. Now, it took a lot of faith to respond to God's word and to put that into action. But imagine if I had obeyed God, moved halfway around the world, and then just sat on my couch watching Netflix, having my tea and crumpets instead of coffee and donuts like a solid American. You would say, uh, Austin, what the heck are you doing sat around with your tea and your crumpets? And imagine I respond, oh, I did what God said. I'm just chilling, waiting for him to say something else. You'd probably look at me and say, well, just because you acted once in faith doesn't mean that the journey is finished. And it's true that if all I ever do is obey God and wait around for another clear word, 
life still could be pretty great. But I want for us to know today, Fuse, that God has given us authority to make decisions, and He wants for us to bring those to Him and to see Him move in them. For example, when I was actually in England, you just walk everywhere. And one day, I was walking past a basketball court, which in England is much less common than you might think. And I saw this young British boy playing basketball. I was uh, minding my own business, you know, I, I probably had some plans somewhere I was supposed to be, but I had this thought. What if the only reason I'm here is to tell that boy that God loves him? And then I prayed, Lord, would you save this boy and let me be a witness to him? It's intimidating walking up to somebody you don't know, but that's where the bowl of faith has to kick in. And all of a sudden I became confident, not timid. I believed not only that God wanted to change this boy's life, but that he would and that I would get to see it. And in America, I would say it should be illegal for me to play basketball, okay? I am so bad at basketball. But by British standards, your boy was hooping on this English teen, okay? And, and through just walking up and beating a helpless kid in basketball, I got to witness this young man named Richie. Weeks later, he started to respond to the gospel. Fast forward so many years now, and you know what? Richie's not exactly the closest to God, but I know that God is working something together for Richie. And I will get to be a witness to that and see it come into reality because on just a normal day, I took the faith that I had in my chest that had gotten me to where I was. And I, like Peter, decided I'm not gonna just sit in this boat for the sake of it. I wanna get out on that water. It does not have to always look like walking on water. It can look like walking across a basketball court. The important thing is that we pursue what could seem crazy or impossible to others. Yet, we launch ourselves into situations with assurance of what we hope for. That's just one small story, but I got to live there for years and develop this discipline of actionizing my faith. And I have seen so many amazing things on the other side of that. Not just overseas, but right here, today, I have the opportunity to see God work through my kingdom-minded ideas. You see, there are three distinct and different places in this story we read in Matthew, where we see followers of Jesus and how much they are willing to actionize their faith. I want us to think about these places and put ourselves in their shoes and see where we are at realistically when it comes to living out this bold faith that we have. You see, Jesus had followers we see in this passage that were just on the shore. Like I said before, Jesus was just preaching to a massive crowd. There were people that were literally following him around because they were fans of his message and of his teaching. However, those people were not close enough to him to hear his words when he told those closest to him, hey, psst, get in that boat, go to the other side. Now, there's nothing wrong with being on the shore, but I would ask you, when was the last time you felt like you heard God speak to you by way of his Holy Spirit? Are you just a fan of the message or do you have a relationship with Jesus that is close enough for you to hear his whisper that he would call you out into the unknown where your faith would be put into action? The second place we see in this story is on the boat. A lot of us today would find ourselves here. You've heard God's voice and you have obeyed. And what a sweet place that is to be in life. Surrounded by friends, on an adventure and listening to God's words. There again, is nothing wrong with being on the boat. It really is a great place to be because when you're on the boat, you get to have a front row seat to the miracle. Imagine how insane it would have been to have been a disciple sat there watching Peter throw his leg over the side of the boat. It would have been amazing, honestly. 
But there's one more location in that story that I believe we all have the opportunity to live in. One location that I would want to find myself in even more than those other two. And that location is out on the water. Did you notice how it was actually Peter's idea for him to go out on that water? All Jesus said was, come. And Peter entered into the miraculous. See, when you're on the shore, you get to hear about the miracle and all the things that God's doing. On the boat, you even get a front row seat to the miracle. Not only are you hearing about it, but it's happening right in front of your face. But on the water, you get to be a part of the miracle. It's so great to hear about the miraculous things that God is doing all across the world. And it's even more amazing to get to witness and see them with our own eyes, but getting to experience them personally, that trumps all the rest. That is the invitation that we have as followers of Jesus Fuse. We can keep hearing and even seeing others experience these miracles, or we can bring our own crazy and seemingly impossible ideas to God taking that noun of faith and making it a verb of trust, living our lives in such a way as Peter did that. If God is not who he says he is, well, hey, we're gonna look massively stupid. What ideas do you want to bring to God about seemingly impossible things in your family, your school, your friends, your ball team, your cheer squad, your relationship all around? It's time for us to start playing offense. Take your ideas to God and don't just wait around. No, throw your leg over the side of that boat, feel your feet touch the water and experience his miraculous work in your life daily. And some of you might be thinking, well, okay, awesome. But what about the part where Peter starts to drown and Jesus has to save him? And I'd say, you know what? I'd much rather live in a way where I'm out on the water having to be saved by Jesus than sat in a comfy boat, just watching everybody else live out this faith that I just talked about. (laughs) So... Remember, faith is confidence that God is who he says he is. Trust is faith in action. You can live life on the shore, on the boat, or out on the water. And we want to be people who are always ready to throw our legs over the side of that boat, lock eyes with Jesus, and see him do what only he can do by putting our bold faith into action.